0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to bees End with Brit. This week, we are talking about some major cosmic happenings. We've got three really big transits. Number one, it's cancer season. Number two, Mercury's finally going direct. And then the third thing is this major super moon. We have a super full moon in Capricorn on the 24th. So those things are all awesome. Going to give like they give us such a good vibe! I can't wait to get into it and how you can use it for your zodiac sign. And then I have Shay, an astrologer from Sanctuary App, on the show. She's doing a birth chart reading on my birth chart, using me as an example, and it's—I mean—mind blowing. I pre-recorded this interview like a few months back, and she made these predictions. When you guys listen, you'll—you'll you'll hear it. But she made these predictions about like my career. Where she talked about how i was going to like come out of the closet with different creative endeavors and like some psychic things and energies that i haven't you know really shared ever before so crazy during the time period that she predicted this would happen she like forecasted like pay attention to you know this time period during that time period my friend raven gates now got shock and her husband adam went on the clickbait the clickbait podcast It's a Bachelor Nation podcast. If you guys haven't heard it, it's really good. But they went on there and she talked about me. And then this article came out on Bachelor Nation about a prediction that I made about their wedding date a while ago. I'm not gonna give it away. You guys have to listen to the episode. If you guys go to my YouTube, you'll see the link to that episode in the description. But I just got all this other crazy press right around the same time. I went on my friend Alexis Waters' Uh, Girls' Night Hangout podcast, Girls' Night with Alexis, and I did her birth chart, and we we were just like dying laughing because of how accurate it was. And then the Toast News Network did a post about the episode, so I just feel like, and it must be seen to be believed, the accuracy of these birth chart readings. And I feel like I'm providing proof in this episode, so hopefully you guys will finally be convinced if you've been on the fence and if you want to get your own birth chart reading you can get like your free chart created if you just download sanctuary app but yeah let's go ahead and get into the cosmic cast i'm super excited to tell you about what you can expect for your sign during cancer season during cancer season we all get like this nice warm fuzzy blanket put on us so during Gemini season, which is what we've just transitioned out of, like we are like little sprites, like running around doing a million things and like learning things and Gemini rules like communication and like travel and just, um, you know, being a buzzy, busy little bee. But now we've just done this huge cosmic shift. Now we're focusing on a different vibe, a different area of our lives. So here is the horoscope for your sun sign and your rising sign. So listen for both. All right, so let's start with Aries, the first sign of the Zodiac. So Aries people, you guys are probably feeling a little bit tired right now. Aries are always on the go. You know, you guys are always initiating new projects, doing new things. You like to be a leader and a trailblazer. And this is your cosmic time of year when the universe says, All right, Aries, put your feet up now. You've done a great job. Just put your feet up, relax. If you can go on a vacation, get a fruity drink, like that is what you guys get to do during this cancer season. Taurus, okay. So Taurus, you guys are able to connect more deeply with others during this time. So Taurus, you guys are typically like really grounded and can be a little bit stubborn and you know, y'all really know what you want out of life and where you're going and you can kind of get set into like a certain routine. But that routine can make it hard for you to, you know, connect with others or be more flexible. And during cancer season, your heart chakra gets a boost, your your ability to communicate things on a deeper level and deepen your friendships and your romantic relationship And your family relationships really gets this huge cosmic boost of energy so use this time to spend more energy on the people that you really love and and things that are enriching for you like on a soul level okay Gemini so Gemini's are also getting more serious about what they want and who they want to spend their time with so you know, Gemini's can be really, like I said, in Gemini season, you know, we were all in that energy. We were bathed in that energy of just like, you know, variety and having fun. And, and that is so great. But Gemini right now, you guys get this opportunity to open up a little bit more, to really decide what it is that you want in life and to redirect your energy towards it. So pull your energy back from anything that isn't really fulfilling you, and figure out what you really and who you really want to spend time around and time on and do that. Cancer, well, this is your time, honey. So, Cancer, enjoy it. Live it up. This is your annual reset. You get a fresh start in any and every area if you choose. So, you know, your love life, your work life, anything that you want to manifest, now is the time to get that into like the forefront of your mind, manifest it, go for it, get out there, let yourself soak it up, you know, cancer, the crab, you guys can be a little more withdrawn, but right now let yourself ask for the things that you want, let yourself go out for those things that make you happy and don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone because right now this is your time and if you ask for it, you just might get it. Leo, so during cancer season, your 12th house of rest, healing and solitude is lit up. So the reason this happens to all of us, by the way, before our birthday month, before our birthday season, is because we start the new cycle in our birthday season. So the universe gives us this opportunity this season prior to let go of, tie up loose ends, and just basically, like I said, release everything that is not serving us anymore so that we can go into our birthday season and get our fresh start going with a completely like fresh slate, not carrying any baggage, you know, from the last season into the new one. So right now, this is your, you know, cosmic cleanup time, Leo. So if there's anything that you wanna address from the past year, you know, any friendships that have fallen by the wayside, you know, exes that you need to get closure with, like, You guys you'll know what it is use your intuition but this is your time to process that and and do that especially during cancer season this is a really healing time too so you know this could be a great time to start some therapy to allow yourself to go there when sometimes you know leos tend to push forward and and they just keep kind of covering things up so let yourself go all the way back down to brass tacks get your foundation strong, and then when Leo season comes, you are going to be out there, you know, on the stage again, just just exactly where you like it. Virgo, Virgos tend to be hard workers. (laughs) Virgos, I'm a Virgo, that's why I'm laughing. Virgos can sometimes hermit, I mean, the tarot card for Virgo is the Hermit. So Virgos can definitely start hermiting, especially when they have a lot going on and when they they have a work project or something they're trying to accomplish. So during cancer season, Virgos get to be more social. Virgo, you're gonna get a boost in your popularity during this season. You're going to get a lot of invitations and you're gonna be finding that the people that you're connecting with are a lot of fun and are bringing out, you know, that heartfelt part of you. So you're going to not be at the office as much, which I think that's great. And so funny, you guys, I actually, uh, decided to take off the month of July. I wasn't even thinking about cancer season or anything, but I wanted to go on summer break from my TV show so that I could reset and, you know, go on my honeymoon, by the way, I'm so excited about that. Uh, we finally can go now, but it was so funny when I was like, you know, doing these horoscopes for everybody because that is exactly accurate. So anyway, accurate. Libra, okay, Libras actually get a work boost. So the opposite. Um, Libras are getting a work boost during the this cancer season. The spotlight is going to be on our Libra friends. But you guys, what's interesting is, you know, Libras tend to be, the person in the office that's like making sure everybody gets along, the mediator. And sometimes Libras can actually get walked on or their ideas can be you know, taken for granted or taken by other people. And Libras during cancer season start standing up for themselves more and are learning to say no and take credit and receive credit for their work and for how much they contribute. So I think that's really amazing Libras. So you guys live it up. Um, yeah, you're do, you do an amazing job, own it. Scorpio. Okay. Scorpios are enjoying travel, learning, and a new perspective. So Scorpios, this is a great time to take a class. If you've been wanting to take a class or or start a new craft or go travel, go to a different country, read about a different country. Scorpios just get this big, expansive energy. Also, as a fellow water sign, this is a really good season for you. So all of our water signs, Pisces, Cancer, Scorpio, get a really nice boost during their sister month so enjoy your travel send us a postcard Scorpio and uh, yeah let us know what your fresh perspective is Sagittarius so Sagittarius you are having kind of a similar vibe to Gemini your opposite sign and that tends to happen as well so Sagittarius you guys tend to also have much like Gemini have a lot of different things going on a lot of different people in your life a lot of um, you know activities and and things that you're interested in. And similar, similarly to Gemini, this season is about committing to the people and the friends that really nurture you on a soul level. So learning a bunch of different things and, you know, having this huge circle of friends can be a lot of fun. But during cancer season, Sagittarius, you're coming back to yourself and you're nurturing yourself and wanting closer friendships and the way to do that is to decide who really brings you that energy that you love and that you're grateful for and let them know so let them know how grateful you are for them and plan some some fun hangouts with people that you care about and bring that fun and that joy you know to the relationships that you already have and spice those up instead of pursuing new experiences bring your newness to them see what I mean here? Okay. So that'll be fun. Enjoy Capricorn. Your love life gets a boost and so does your ability to make friends. Capricorns are also getting a popularity boost. So whether you want to, you know, expand your circle of friends, meet new people, or expand your circle of people that you want to date to find, to find the right one Capricorn, because I know how serious and grounded you are. Now is a great time to get out there and see who you connect with because you just might call in the one aquarius okay so aquarians you guys are getting a daily habit reset so if you want to start a new health regimen if you want to start working out if you need to like get a new schedule or make any changes that have to do with like your day-to-day life cancer season is all about it so you know reevaluate your habits reevaluate your schedule Maybe you need to go to bed earlier. Or maybe you need to start eating different foods that make you feel more nourished and loved. This is the season to just kind of reassess and get your foundation of your day set up to where you feel more fulfilled. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. feels. It's all about how you feel. So apply that to any of these situations, you guys, or any of these areas, because that's what's going to help you use the energy and really get the most out of it. Pisces also gets a love life boost, but one word of caution, Pisces, no flings because uh, make sure that this person is in it for the long haul and anybody that you attract during this time, because cancer season is watery energy and you're a very emotional beautiful water sign energy, you probably won't attract a fling. You will attract someone that you really, really like, or really, really care about. So I would just have that awareness. Like while you're out there, you know, feeling magnetic and looking magnetic and being amazing, you're going to get a lot of attention, but make sure that the people that you spend this cancer season with are people that you really, you know, you really want to be around people that you, you just, you know, that they are, uh, how do I say, I'm trying to like say this in a nice way. Uh, no F boys. All right. That's what I'm- <laughs> There's no nice way to say it. So yeah, you just, you want to be sure that you've got quality over quantity Pisces and you're going to have an amazing time during this season. So you guys, I hope you all enjoy your cancer season vibes. Comment on the picture for this episode, please. And let me know what your cancer season intentions are and what you're going to be doing. I love to hear about your lives. All right. In our other Cosmic Cast news for this week, you guys, Mercury goes direct on June 22nd. Oh my gosh. How happy are we? You guys. All right. So for the past, I mean, ever since May 28th, when Mercury went retrograde, it's just been like so much going on with our communication. And so this can manifest in a lot of different ways in your life. So if you just kind of like reflect, think back, um, you know, it could have been issues with travel, which I think that was all of us. It could have been, you know, communication issues. Oh, speaking of travel, my car was in the shop for like two weeks. And the bill that came back was just crazy. So like, yeah, I felt it. I felt this mercury retrograde, but um, it could have been different things, like I said, for everybody. So, you know, it just was a time when a lot of things probably were a little bit haywire. And the reason that happens is because the universe wants us to get out of our rut to get out of our just, you know, our regular routine so that new things can come in, so that we can see things in a different way. You know, maybe we can't go this the way we always go because there's construction on that road that's just crazy. And so we have to go a totally new way. But when we're on that totally new path, you know, we stop for gas and we meet the love of our lives at that gas station, like it's that kind of vibe. So if you just look at the surface, you're like, oh my gosh, it was terrible or I had communication issues. But once you look a little bit deeper, there was a reason, even if you don't know it yet, there's always a reason. And so we have to try to look for that, you know, that result rather than what was on the surface. But luckily for us, life is gonna be business as usual again, starting on the 22nd. So that is good news. So we should start having things straighten out over the next couple of weeks. There is something called retro shade after Mercury goes direct. So retro shade is just kind of like the little time period of two weeks it takes for Mercury to get completely back on track. So it's like, you know, we had a little pullover on the side of the road and now we're, we're pulling back up onto the regular road. I don't know, that doesn't make any sense, but you know what I'm trying to say here. So uh, yeah, so we're going direct, things are straightening out. I am still on Bennifer watch, by the way. No idea what's gonna happen now because they reconnected during retrograde. So like the proof will be in the pudding in the next, you know, I think during, like I said, during cancer season, I've made some predictions that have been pretty controversial, but who knows? Like I I really do. I hope they work out, but if they're not going to work out, we might get a bombshell during cancer season. So we'll see. We'll see. Antennas up guys, antennas up. And then we have the strawberry full moon in capricorn june 24th last but not least you guys this energy is so great for manifesting especially for my earth sign fam out there so taurus capricorn virgo you guys get a little extra dose of benefit so circle that on your calendar because this strawberry full moon is all about the harvest so all full moons are about harvesting and things coming to a culmination but this strawberry supermoon is really about everything that Capricorn stands for and reaping the benefits and you know, being able to finally like see the rewards of Capricorn ruled energies in our life. And so Capricorn's all about like business and the things that we work really hard for. So to be able to get a full moon energy in this sign meaning our hard work is really going to pay off. Like that feels so good. So I'm really excited for everybody to see like what happens on the 24th. And like I said, it has to do with like success and career and money. So, I mean, and who doesn't like to hear that? So we should be getting like some sort of, you know, offer or contract or promotion or, you know, something's going to move forward in that area. That's going to make you feel really, really good, especially for my earth signs out there. So keep an eye on that date. And, let me know what happens for you like i need to know like i said i gotta know okay you guys thank you so much for listening to your cosmic cast and without further ado let's get into the conversation that i had with shay prepared to have your mind blown all right enjoy you guys <laughs> well shay thank you so much for joining us on be zen it is a pleasure to have you here thanks it's a pleasure to be here so, Shay, do you mind if we dive right in? Because I am so curious about my chart, and I can't wait to share with the and bosses out there watching, like, just what the natal chart is and all of that good stuff. So can you tell us what you can learn about a person from their natal chart, first of all?
1: Sure, sure. So we can uh, certainly see your strengths, Um, Your weaknesses, um, things that are going to be reoccurring cycles for you specifically, as well as cycles that go on for all of us, um, you know, um, as the stars go around um, and things that you're going to naturally excel at and things that are, you know, going to challenge you. So um, we can also tell a lot about your your temperament and your personality and, you know, whether you're bubbly and vivacious or are the stay at home type. So there's an awful lot we can learn through the chart.
0: Wow. I feel like equipped with your chart, there's nothing you can't handle. It's yeah. very empowering. You know, it's like a tool to know yourself better. That's and definitely. Love, yeah. People love learning about themselves. Right, Shay? Right. Right. Absolutely. So what is your sun sign before we go on? I have to know. So I
1: am a Pisces sun and I have what we call a stellium, which means I have three other planets sitting there, which makes it very, very strong. Ooh, um, very yeah.
0: active right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, Shay, I would love for you to read my chart or tell us about what you've seen. Okay. Uh, I'm happily. A- the guinea pig for this, because I love this stuff. Right. I would just, I would love to hear what you have to say about my chart.
1: Well, you actually have, like, this is actually the perfect chart to be able to demonstrate how um, your chart plays out in your life. Um, And it's also a really good example of uh, someone who has used um, all of everything on offer to them and really balanced it and is kind of live in their chart. So I'm excited um, to show you about it. You oh, wow. have, um, which is also the most prominent feature in your chart. You have uh, Virgo sun, mm-hmm. um, and it is conjunct Mercury, which is also, uh, the ruler of Virgo. So that is very, very powerful. This is also the, the highest uh, planet in your chart, which makes it the strongest planet in your chart. Um, This is also in the ninth house, which is a bigger view of the world. It's a bigger picture. It's higher learning, it's ethics, it's um, law, it's spirituality and and things like that. And it's also uh, one of the features that really jumps out in your chart is that you have this big Grand Cross, right? So this big Grand Cross is a series of what we would call um, T-squares where you actually have two planets across the sky from each other and they're kind of in contention because they're both trying to be in control. Um, And then they make another um, aspect that's a little bit, not rough, but you have to work at it, right, that we call a square. So you have four of these you have and they're in the cardinal places on your chart, which are very sensitive places on your chart, right? That so would, sorry, go ahead. Is that out of the
0: ordinary? Is that abnormal to have that many crosses or
1: I don't see this very often, right? So I have a couple of friends that were this was prevalent. You were born in the mid 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a couple of uh, people that I read for that were mid 60s that have this type thing. um, that I see a lot. So this is really what I would consider, um, self mastery and unlimited potential. Right. But it's something that you really have to work for. Um, Mm -hmm. and so you have a Sagittarius rising, um, you have that Virgo right up at the mid heaven at the top of your chart. Um, and you have, what is driving your chart is that Virgo, right? That is, uh, Virgo is, self-mastery, I think on a spiritual level and a purity of soul, right? So um, Virgo is always in service to others um, and they're perfectionist and, and highly analytical um, mm-hmm. and, and they always want to be the best. So this is this is a hermit or a high priestess or something like that, right? This is right up at the top of your chart. Um, and yeah, so- I, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I would call that spiritual master. <laughs> And then you have another really powerful aspect that is also part of that uh, Grand Cross in your first house you have mars and capricorn so you have capricorn in your first house and capricorn also is really about perfection and mastery but this is on a physical plane right so this is um reputation and honor it's the gift you share and it's the gifts that you receive for the gifts that you share Um, a lot of people would attribute this to their career possibly. Um, But it it could also be honor. Um, And from that Capricorn, that Mars and Capricorn in the first house, it makes these two aspects to what we call the nodes of the moon. Um, And the nodes of the moon, a lot of people would say was your destiny. Uh, One Mm -hmm. of them represents the gifts that you came in with that are easy to you. Um, And one of them represents the place in your chart Um, which are the gifts that you're supposed to develop and some people would say call that life path or karmic or something like that right and these gifts Mm -hmm. don't normally come easy to you but it's where um it's where your happiness lies right and it's your it's going to be your greatest accomplishment and this happens for you in the sign of aries which is really a a trailblazer and a go-getter and they're courageous um, and they want to do things new and they're really vivacious um and this is in the fourth house of our traditions right it's our emotional home it's the traditions we get from uh where we grew up and the beliefs that we have from our family and our foundation so you might have broke with the mold a little bit in a lot of ways in your family, right? You might be a real go-getter. You might have actually left home early. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you have the sign of Aries here and your North Node yeah. is there. So you are very, very, very driven, right? But you really might have, I mean, yeah. I, I could see somebody like this um, having grown up in a Catholic family and coming home at 15 and saying, I've decided to be Hindu, you know, or something okay. like
0: that. Wait, she, hold on, stop. Hold yeah. the phone, you guys. Yeah. I am like, wow. Okay. Yes. I was raised Catholic and I got a degree in philosophy. Oh my goodness. It's like, what are you doing?
1: Right. Right. So this is so you are living this chart and that philosophy has a lot to do with that Sag rising really, because Sag is all about that. And, and so this is really powerful. So it also hits that, uh, South node over there, which is more about kind of traditional blending into a group or what have you. So you've actually blended these very, very well, right? You've brought yourself into your career and you're sharing yourself through your career, right? So you are you have a little bit of tradition, it's the career um, and you have your own channel, but you're very unique and it's all you and it's brand new, right? So um, yeah. you're bringing this in. And you have this other really, really unique, that Virgo up there um, is really pretty traditional, right? It, it's a, it's a, an earth sign um, and they are a perfectionist, but you also have that making these same type aspects that we call a square to your ascendant, which is Sag, um, and to your descendant, which is Gemini, which is where we see your relationships. And oddly mm-hmm. enough, you have that Uranus um, energy sitting right on your ascendant, which is very similar to that Aries. It's it's vivacious, it's new, it's unconditional, it's uh, entrepreneurial, right? These are visionaries. These are people that do things in all new ways. And so I really see you blending these energies and, and I would say bringing in a new type of spirituality almost, or a new way to look at spirituality and a new Mm -hmm. way to empower yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is the way that you make your money, but you're also really, in addition to that, and in addition to your job, this is really what you communicate about to people. And this is what you're here for, right? You have a thirst for this knowledge and you're educating people at the same time. So you're teaching and you're learning and you're teaching. And I also think, so you also have this other um, Jupiter and Pisces, right? In the third house, which is communication. So Pisces is really all about spirituality, unconditional love. It's the esoteric. It's also very, very creative, right? Um, And this is your third house of local community and local groups and communication. And this is also the house where we see teachers, right? So I'm not surprised to see you talking about Um, The subject that you are. um, And I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't write about it, too. Right. We see writers in this house and you have Jupiter here. So we're Jupiter is our good luck planet. Um, And wherever we have Jupiter, you get this expanse. Um, And right now we all happen to have Neptune running through that sign, which is film. It's film and communication and things of this nature, right? So this really, and this is directly across the sky from your Virgo sun with that Mercury rising, right? So I could really see this this going big for you. And I think actually um, you have that Jupiter in Pisces in the third house, and you have a very secretive, uh, sensual Scorpio moon, Right over there Mm -hmm. in the 12th house. And I would say the 12th house is the natural house of Pisces, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And we have Pisces. uh, We have Jupiter Jupiter and uh, Neptune touring through Pisces right now. Both are rulers. Jupiter is its ancient ruler. You might be coming online a little bit, right? So you might start having a little bit of psychic activity. You might be, oh, wow. we, call it in, we might call it intuitive, you know, if psychic is an un, uncomfortable word, but you have that moon and Scorpio, right? So you're very intuitive and there's a part of your personality that you probably really keep to yourself with that Gemini, right? I'm guessing. Maybe you don't talk to people about this a lot. It's kind of woo-woo in other words.
0: Right. It depends um, on the person. But, you know, I am the friend that if you invite me to your party, I'll have a tarot deck in my purse. Right, right. I'll up in the corner reading everyone's
1: cards. Me too. That's how I got started. And my mom was the same way. So really? um, I think what I think for you, though, so what I also see in Scorpio, it's in your 11th house, which is groups that's where we see your channel and you talk into people in the groups that you associate with you have this meetup between venus which is the divine feminine it's Mm -hmm. um you know it's love and beauty and balance it's the divine feminine and it's sitting right there next to pluto um which is our power but it's our power that we really have to work for right it usually Mm -hmm. have to transform your shadow or something to come into this kind of power. And I really feel like you might be exploring what the true power is behind the divine feminine.
0: Okay. okay. My friend Whitney and I, she's a the therapist, we uh-huh. launching a workshop that it launches uh, April 21st called oh divine feminine magic about oh learning to power yourself through oh my goodness
1: so you're living your chart right you're this is gonna be fantastic list. for you this is really gonna
0: be fantastic for you right this is so. the most amazing reading i have ever had in my life oh After thank our, you so much I just, you're flooring me over here oh thank you so you much thing about me before this i mean just to tell our audience like we no, we've know we've never met you didn't know i mean mm-mm make sure i' have arranged it for us i mean goodness gracious okay sorry yeah. so this is so you're gonna have a really big summer i feel i really
1: do so you have this you have this energy and and this is all you've always had this right so it's not something you talk about and it's really starting to come online a lot more so mm-hmm. jupiter transiting jupiter is going to come into pisces just a little bit from like may the 13th to the end of july And it's going to give us a taste of what's going to happen next year. So you might really start to notice a lot of communication. You might notice these workshops starting, but you also might start getting a little more information or just getting uh, ideas about how to expand this. And I feel like you have that Gemini over there in your relationship house and you Mm -hmm. have Chiron there. And Chiron is kind of the wound that we have to get over. Right. It's our own personal baggage. We all have it. Um, and I think this speaks a lot of to that dual side of your, that dual side of the personality, right? Pisces has a dual side and, and so does uh, Gemini. Um, and I feel like you might want to share more of that. You might start sharing more of that and bring more of that into your work. And you really might start letting this out and we're going to have a series of eclipses this summer that's going to light that part of your chart up and it's almost like you're going to be asked to make a decision right and you're going to be thinking about wow okay well will this be accepted will people accept me I don't know if I want to go this far or how far do I go so the first thing that's going to happen is we have hang on just a second I have notes here so I don't miss the dates we have an eclipse on May the
0: 26th okay
1: (laughs) in Sagittarius and it is almost right on top of your natal Jupiter and this is a full moon this is a full moon lunar eclipse right and when that happens on an area of your chart that's sensitive and this is um this is going to bring something to fruition and with Saturn involved it's probably something that you've really been working hard at I can tell you're a hard worker by looking at your chart Uh, I I had to guess
0: I have a project launching. It's actually a podcast, which is a spinoff of Bizn TV, but it's called Bizn with Brit. So it's more behind the scenes, and it's uh-huh. launching on June. Yay Networks June first. Oh my gosh, that's perfect! That's Yay. perfect. So you what have one here.
1: Yeah, you have this first. You have this first lunar eclipse on May the twenty-sixth in Sagittarius, and okay. eclipses happen in pairs right? So, and we just started having eclipses in air and fire signs for the first time in a couple of hundred years. This is the first one. So it's really powerful. Um, And then on the 10th, a couple of weeks later, we have a solar eclipse, which is a new moon eclipse in Gemini at 19 degrees, which is right over there in that relationship on that And I feel like this is where you're gonna make this turn between this period. And then we have a closing um, eclipse at the end of the year on Mm -hmm. December the 4th, which is also in Sagittarius. And this is right around. And so I feel like between this summer and between this winter, you're gonna expand a little bit, right? You're gonna expand, you might start covering new ground. And I think it's gonna be really beneficial for you um, it's also going to incorporate that little secret part in that divine feminine that you've been holding back on.
0: hundred percent. That rings so true. And yeah, that's fantastic. It's amazing. It, it makes me feel really good to hear you confirm it, which is why I feel like everybody can benefit Right. getting their natal chart read because like, right. it confirms the things that you were already thinking, or maybe things that were already kind of happening, but It takes away a lot of that self-doubt and empowers you to really know yourself and understand the transits and kind of see the road in front of you a little bit better, right? It's
1: it's really helpful, too, when you're going through a rough transit. You know, we all go through um, that first, that Saturn return, Mm -hmm. and it happens between 28 and 30. What a train wreck, right? Was it, a, yeah, for it happens for everybody right and you think wow did i just get singled out for my own personal black cloud this is awful
0: judy was boring hello then judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. it's my little escape
1: now judy's the life of the party
0: oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs>
1: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. J-j-jumba.
0: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Um, but if you knew what was happening, you could actually lean into it and make it work for you. Um, mm-hmm. And you wouldn't feel like Um, oh this is going to last forever or what did I do or I you know so yeah it's very very beneficial you have this one other thing that is really neat that's going to be happening a couple of times this year this is a big year for you really it's going to be a good year I'd be interested to see um, at the end of the year everything that was new for you and everything we're going to stay in touch Shay you're not leaving me okay we're yeah Absolutely, I'm gonna. I'm really would be surprised if you didn't have between these eclipses if you didn't start having a lot of new people come into your life, right? Um, mm-hmm. That are gonna help you or be part of this new journey. Um, but we have a, a part. It's a calculated point in our chart, and it's an ancient uh, Middle Eastern technique, and they calculate it between your ascendant and your moon and your sun because those are the most sensitive, and it's the part of fortune, and your part of fortune. Um, is in the second house of resources that's where our money and um, our foundation and stuff like that and it's an Aquarius again so it's this entrepreneurial visionary out there working with people trying to better people's lives and Jupiter is sitting right on top of it right now right so this is very fortunate for you Um, yeah right now right now right now for a couple of days
0: um wait starting like should i go out and like do everything i can today and tomorrow (laughs)
1: yeah it's really fortunate right so the interesting thing is jupiter normally stays in a sign for a year and then it moves along but for some reason it just speeded all the way through aquarius this year and it's going to do a little stint in pisces and then it's going to go back up into aquarius for the rest of the year so jupiter is going to be going over your part of fortune three times this summer it's hitting there right now right and it just passed over it and it's going into pisces and um, i know it's it's kind of crazy at the end of august it's going to go back over it as it's moving into aquarius again and then at the end of november it's going to start moving forward and it's going to hit it again so kind of pay attention you know, if anything oh, comes wow. up around the end of August or the end of November, right? And see what it I happens. will. Yeah, it'll be interesting.
0: It'll it doesn't interesting. surprise me that we're talking and doing this interview today. No, uh-uh, not at all. I not mean, at it, all. Because this is very, this feels very um empowering having this conversation with you. It feels very magical. Oh, it, fantastic. It feels, I'm happy to it, hear that. Yeah, it's amazing. So it doesn't surprise me that this is a part of Fortune Day for me, because uh-uh. No, I'm
1: actually not surprised we're having this conversation at all. So we we also just had a monster new moon in Aries, which is that adventurous fourth house that you have, that drive. And that's where your north node was. And Mercury was there. The sun was there. Venus. I mean, they were all there. You were probably just going and blowing the first part of this week.
0: I signed a contract on that date. Good for you. That was perfect. that was for the thing this summer.
1: Oh, that's perfect. So that is going to have legs for six weeks, right? Until the next, uh, the ne- the full moon, which will be in October. Um, mm-hmm. But you're going to have that full moon energy for the whole next six months. And then you're going to have this eclipse energy right on top of it. So I, you could manifest some serious magic. I'm serious. I'm going to be
0: in here manifesting a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so for, for everybody else who's listening right now, Uh what did they okay so if they want to get on the sanctuary app and learn about their natal chart and find find out about their part of fortune and their sun and moon all the all the things we need to know what you kind of tell them to give them a little bit of background information before they show up like can you tell people what the difference is between their sun moon and rising for example absolutely absolutely so the sun um, is the
1: location that the sun was in the Zodiac when you were born. Um, and that's controlled by date. So, you know, if you're born between March, you know, 20th and April 20th, you're going to be in Aries, um, and so on. Your moon Um, is where the moon was in the sky when you were born and that's your heart that's your emotions and your heart Um, and we can see this a lot when there's a full moon right we all you can hear all the sirens you've heard all the hospitals and the police talk about right so I mean it really does work right it's a thing Mm -hmm. we're on the same 28 day cycle that the moon is on I mean these planets really do affect us so the moon is
0: I'm sorry go ahead quick question i've been thinking about this and i have to ask you so uh-huh. the the full moon coming up at the end uh-huh. of this month of april is in scorpio uh-huh and i was wondering since my moon is in scorpio and for all the other scorpio moons watching uh-huh. does that affect us more or less or differently or is it kind if, of the- if it's sitting real close so if it's within
1: um 5 or 6 degrees of your natal moon which is at 26 degrees yes definitely
0: Okay. So if,
1: if it's within a couple of degrees, it definitely will.
0: Um, okay.
1: If you have, I would call that Scorpio. I have an Aries moon, which is very similar to that. Okay. That Scorpio moon is very powerful. Mars if it really- gets close enough, you're going to start getting psychic or sensitive. Or um, I would be surprised if you don't get information in your dreams, to be honest. And if you don't now, you might be able to later in I- life
0: not yet, but I'm, I'm calling it in.
1: <laughs> but I think you could like, um, do a lot of visualization or meditation, right? Because that's in your 12th house. And that is all about the veil, right? Between this world and the next, mm-hmm. um, and sleep and when you're at rest. So yeah, you might, you might start to notice that, but yeah, you, you would notice that if it, if you had a moon in that sign, I have an Aries moon and that new moon. Oh my goodness. I I can't believe I wasn't walking on water Monday. <laughs> Were you
0: on fire. Yeah. yeah, I
1: really was. So it would be the same for you. It, re- it really would.
0: Yeah, um, okay. And then
1: your ascendant. So your sun sign is really who you are at a soul level. And it might be somebody that you don't take out into the real world very often. Right. That's who you really are at your core. Your ascendant is right. the suit that you suit up on and to go out into the world. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, that is really how you navigate your relationships and the outside world. And so you could have like a very, very creative um, and right brain type of sun sign, um, but have some kind of an analytical ascendant or rising like a, you know, like a Virgo or whatever. And you could wind up working as an analyst, but being a painter by night or something. That, oh. that type thing. Right. So they're all very important. And the combination of those really informs kind of the way that you go through life.
0: Wow. So uh-huh. I always wonder when I, you know, when I read about people's sun signs versus their ascendants, I always wonder like when you meet people or, you know, cause I've heard conflicting things, maybe you can clear it up. Like, do you notice more of someone's rising or their sun sign when you meet them and have conversations with them? Like. How do people so, casually, you're going to notice their ascendant sign. Okay.
1: Once it's a really good friend, you're going to notice their sun sign. If they're an introvert, if they're a really extrovert, you know, they're a fire sign, a Leo or a Sag, um, and they have that pretty prominent, You're they're just, they just have such a vivacious nature. You're going to pick them off right away. Okay. Um, you know, when you have like, for instance, you can have like a Leo ascendant you almost always are going to have a big mane of hair on a Leo ascendant. It's so funny. It's really true, right? You can see a a cancer ascendant usually have really big round eyes. And so, yeah, you can, you can definitely pick people up, but you're almost always going to notice their ascendant first because that's the face they show to the world.
0: Okay. Interesting. Okay. That really does help. And then, Also, like if people want to get a reading, they can learn about like transits, kind of like what you were explaining to me. Yes. Different transits. Will you explain what transits are and like kind of generally how often they, they come along for people and yeah. Stuff. Yeah.
1: So when you're born um, your natal chart is a picture of where all of the planets were in the sky when you were born at the exact point that they were in. Um, and then it really is like mathematics. If planets are within a 30 degrees or 60 degrees or 90 degrees, they make a, a connection um, and that kind of doubles the energy or informs how those planets act. Um, and from the moment that you're born all of the planets continue to move around the sky and as they cross that area where your planet was when you were born, we call that a transit. So every year you have a solar return or a solar transit on your birthday where the sun has gone all the way around the chart and it comes back to the exact place on the day of your birth. Um, So the inner planets, the sun, the moon, um, Mercury and Venus, Um, move really fast, right? The sun can go through a sign in two days or the moon goes through in two days. Um, The sun goes through a sign in 30 days. Uh, Venus will spend about 45 days. And then the further you get out, the longer the cycle is until we get out around Saturn. And it takes Saturn about 30 years to go around the chart. And then you know, Neptune and Pluto, those are like hundreds of years until they go around. And when it hits a sensitive part in your chart, you usually get activated. And depending on um, what that aspect is and what planets are involved and what area of the chart, we know likely what area of life it's gonna happen. And is it gonna be, you know, is it good? Is it challenging? Is it gonna bring something? Are you gonna have to release something? It'll let us know what's
0: happening like that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. interesting. Um, Shay, do you have time for one more question? Sure. Sure. Good. I don't want to keep you because I know we had to like three. No, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I got married January 15th and I married a Libra.
1: Oh yeah. I think that's perfect. Right. I really do. So he's going to
0: South node stuff versus North node.
1: Well, who doesn't love a Libra? First of all, they're so charming. It's unbelievable, right? They're just so charming, right?
0: He's the sweetest. I love him so much. They are. And
1: he actually, so he actually is going to play, like he's an air sign and you have that fire ascendant, right? So he really is going to be good for that. And and he, you know, he's, he's probably very creative. If I had Mm -hmm. to guess, Libra is usually
0: with me like so he's a lawyer very typical fantastic Virgo rising and Virgo moon so he's more Virgo than I am but like we connect on that level that's why you guys do though and he has that he has that Libra creativity
1: um, and you have that Sag and you have that Jupiter and Pisces too so I can see that being a really nice balance and fire and air really do go good they really do
0: yeah okay. they well, really our, do our composite chart uh, when when i did i like typed it into i don't know do you know about jan spiller um yes 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 I never read that book okay yeah. so i did ours and our composite says that um our relationship is pisces in the 12th house and i was like whoa that is some psychic that's exercise. super creative Well, he helps me with the show sometimes. He'll like film ever since you know this whole thing that's been going on this past year, right? Filming the show. He's been like learning new things and we work really well together. So it's I can see that. I can see that. I think I think that's a good match. I think
1: fire and air. You always see Gemini with Sag or Libra with Sag or Leo with Libra. Yeah. I mean, those fire signs and those air signs go really great together. And you have Um, I mean, you're a go-getter, right? So, I I mean, I can see that. You have Sun and Virgo at the top and that Mars and Capricorn. You are a go-getter. But that Jupiter and Pisces has a very, very tender heart, which I'm sure you keep a little hard candy shell around. And that that Scorpio and Moon is even more tender than that. So, it's nice that you found a nice guy because Mm -hmm. um, if you got your heart broken, it would take you a while to get over it.
0: Well, that's probably, maybe that's what some of those T squares were. Because yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could, it, it, there were some it, difficult times before. I can imagine. I David. can imagine.
1: Yeah. And the, like that Scorpio moon is probably not going to admit to it. You know what I mean? I mean, they really do get a, a deep wound. The other thing that if I was um, your personal astrologer, I know you already knew this, you know, this, so you have that, Um, sun mercury conjunction up there at the top of your chart which is driving you
0: Um, Mm -hmm. and it makes
1: a connection a trine um, to that Mars and Capricorn which like times 100 okay so I know you have a voice in your head that drives you right that's that Mercury talking um, (laughs) and that's that Mars and Capricorn So you want to make sure that that self-talk stays positive, right? Because that mercury is a hyper-perfectionist. And when you have it sitting right there next to your son, man, she will get all over you. Everything you didn't do right, what you should have did that you didn't do, what you did do that you shouldn't have done, all the stuff you ate you weren't supposed to. Um, So you don't want to listen to that, right? That is mind chatter. Just let it go.
0: What I am, I feel like you're reading my soul.
1: <laughs>
0: right. So that's why I
1: wanted to tell you, because I know that goes on. Right. So.
0: Telling you that. That is so, yeah. I appreciate that extra reminder because I do need it. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Everything that you can find out about a person. Yeah. There's yeah. So many things that people can get into. Right. Beyond just like the sun sign. I feel like a lot of people will read their horoscopes and they kind of think that that's what astrology is. Yeah. A part of it, right? But it's a good entry level. Sure. But there's yeah. so much more that really does help you get to know yourself, what's coming up for you, helps you feel a sense of purpose and inner strength. And I love that like the Sanctuary app provides this one-on-one connection where you can go on the app, uh huh, connect with an astrologer like you, you're on right. that people can go in there right now and start connecting. And I feel like it's just such a good tool, such a good tool for navigating things when you're unsure or, you know, self improvement, all that. I do too.
1: I do too. I absolutely do. Plus Mm -hmm. like in your case, you might've been struggling. You're, you're not, but you might have been struggling with some of those T squares. Sometimes it's hard to balance. I was was, shaking. Well, you're doing good because you're, it's, you're very young and I mean, you really, you're right where you're supposed to be. It looks like to me, right. You're definitely living your chart. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and you know, when you're in the zone, that's kind of not a good phrase, you know, that's kind of a, but when, when you're really in your balance and you're living, like the road just opens up before you it does yeah it does right so that's where we want to get everybody so that you don't have to struggle and you can get to be the best you that you are yeah so i think this is going to be an exciting
0: year for you i'm happy we talked thank you so much shay i'm really happy we talked also i appreciate you coming on so much and i'm going to continue to be a sanctuary app user i love checking my daily horoscope yeah going on To continue these chats because I have just learned so much in this quick session.
1: Yeah. And I would love to know in November what happened for you this summer. I'm going to
0: thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of bees Zen with Britt. I hope that you have an amazing week. I hope that Cancer Season treats you well and that you prioritize those cancer season things that are favored like your home, life, your family, your friends that feel like family, just all of the people that are important to you and the things that make your heart happy. And I will see you guys next week. We're going to be talking about the nodes. One of you amazing, amazing listeners reached out and she actually has a twin sister and she was like, our nodes are so crazy. I want to know about our nodes. And I was like, okay, awesome. Can I use your birth chart? So I'm going to be doing a birth chart analysis on she and her twin sister. But the nodes have to do with our destiny and what we can do to, like, become the best version of ourselves. So the nodes are a little bit more, like, spiritual and ethereal concepts in astrology, which, you know, guys, that's where we thrive here at Be with Brit. So I'm going to be diving into how to figure out your north node and what that means about your destiny and basically, like, how to be your best self it can also be kind of like scary in a way because we have to get out of our comfort zone, and um, but we'll get into all that. See, I'm I'm wanting to get into it, but we've got to wait. So we're gonna be talking about some concepts from this book that I love called uh, "Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway." So we're just gonna be getting empowered AF next week. So you guys enjoy the downtime, enjoy the cancer season, and I will talk to you guys soon. Oh yeah, wait be sure to rate, review and subscribe. (laughs) I always forget to say that, but please do because it helps me. It helps me to uh, be able to keep doing this and then dive deeper into the research and give you more of hopefully what you love and what lights you up too and what gives you that nurturing, um, you know, joyful experience every week. So, all right. Love you guys. I'll talk to you soon.